Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Ooh, we made it to the middle of the week. It's been kind of a long week, a challenging week. I feel really tired. Uh, and not so much because of the running, just because I think, you know, life, daylight savings time change, days are getting longer. Just a lot of other stuff, transitions, I guess. Some, wearing on me it's wearing on the kids too they've all just been kind of a little bit grumpier and a little bit more tired but you know what we're almost to the end of the week and for my kids their spring break is next week so i've just been like guys we just got to make it to friday we just got to make it to friday and then we're in the clear we'll be able to do some recharging um but everyone that's listening on the podcast and the audio only version hopefully you're surviving and getting through to the end of your week whether or not you have spring break coming up Hopefully you're doing all right. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, guys, just two more, two more days, two more, two, two more nights of doing the dishes while you listen to this, and then you'll be into the weekend. So uh, the the light at the tunnel in a good way, not in a bad way, not in the ominous death kind of way, but in the good way. The, the tunnel's there. All right, let's see who we got in the chat. We got Frank, uh, who says he's going to race Boston in an Ekaden Alpha Fly with the missing lid to the shoebox. Uh, Frank's talking about the. Um, I bought shoes on eBay video that I put out today. Some people have explained that to me um, in the comments for that video. Um, when you get a box that doesn't have a lid on it, that can mean a couple of things, but it usually means that like you got that person bought it at like a outlets place or like a, a clearance kind of place, like a TJ Maxx or whatever. For whatever reason, those places, they cut off all the lids. I don't know why that is, but they do that. And that's kind of, that's why those boxes don't have this in them. So I think that's what's going on. Uh, I'm not sure if that makes, I think that makes sense a little bit, but now I want to know like, why do those places take the lids off that? Just one question just begets another. Mark Peterson says, Hey gang, picked up food poisoning last night. Oh no. Great timing during peak week before Boston. So I haven't felt very good the last 13 hours, but I think I'm past the worst of it now. Just super sore. Let me tell you what. Um, food poisoning is miserable. I haven't, I haven't had it. Knock on wood. Um, I haven't had it. Uh, is this wood? I think that's wood back there, but, um, I don't think I've had it since like high school. So it's been a long time, but I just remember with what, what agonizing kind of pain it was, but you know, I think you'll be all right, Mark, cause you still can do a lot of work next week. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's like not the most terrible thing and food poisoning usually passes pretty quickly from the perspective of someone that's not experiencing the food poisoning. So relatively quick, I mean, I mean like a day or two, you know, so hopefully, hopefully you're past the worst of it. Sounds like you are. Sean Devlin says, Hey everyone, a very easy seven today. Ran like I'm 49 today because I ran like I was 29 yesterday. <laughs> I like that. That's funny, but you know, your first speed workout in a while. So that's, but that's a good thing coming back from the injury. So Awesome. Lisa Becerra says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, Lisa? Hope your recovery from LA is going well. And Eliza says, hi, Kofan. Been a hectic work week, but glad to be able to join today. Had some hilly hill work with 2,200 feet of elevation this morning. That's a lot. You know what I find? I think that's awesome. Um, I usually find that if I can get in, um, like a, even I got 400 feet of elevation on my 10-mile run today, and I felt like that was a lot. Oh, 2,200 feet. That's hilly, hilly hill work. 
see here I was all proud of myself and now I feel like I've got more work to do. Although like, you know, I did that run and I'm like, man, I'm doing so good. I mean, it was a, a easy run today. So I wasn't like charging up the hills, but I'm like, but this is good for me. It's getting me ready mentally and physically for Boston. I'd like to cram in like a lot of hill work in the next like week and a half if I can. And, um, not cram in, but just like, I feel like that's the right time to kind of add it in to the training. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's never as much hill. It's never as much elevation as I think it is. So I remember the first time I went, one of the first times I went trail running, I went up a trail in Phoenix during a work trip. And I went from like the trail hut all the way to the peak. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. I think I'm thinking to myself, I think that was a good 3,000, 4,000 feet of elevation gain. And then I get back to the car to look at the data a little bit more closely after the run. And it was like 600 feet. And I was like, wait, what? I think I think my watch is broken, guys. I think it's broken. <laughs> All right. Let me scroll down and try to catch up with some of you guys. Uh, Mike is running says, hi, with a fist bump. Says, first longer speed workout for me today as well. Nice. Hope it goes well, Mike. And um, Alan Liu has some uh, additional insight on the remove box tops. So the Nike factory and clearance stores take the lids off clearance shoes that are low in stock so they can easily showcase the limited stock shoes on the back walls. That's the only reason? Just so that way you don't have to flip them open? Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But there's got to be another way. But I suppose that's the best way. I don't know. It just seems a little bit odd. Um, Shannon says, I think Eliza gets a cowbell for the elevation for 2,200 feet. Here we go. Um, Shannon had eight miles and 555 feet. That's a lot. That's a real lot. I feel like uh, if you're trying to do a fast run, I feel like 100 miles, 100 feet for 10, is it 1,000 or is it 1,000 that I think is a lot or 100? For a road run, I feel like 100 per 10 miles is kind of a lot. No, wait. I'm trying to think. It's hilly where I run back in Iowa. I'm, we're going back next week for spring break, so I'll, I'll be able to look at it again. Um, But there's like a 10-mile loop that I, or the regular loop that I do is about five miles. If I do it twice, I usually come up with, I think, about 1,000. Yeah, so I feel like 1,000 for 10 miles is hilly. Or like 100 feet per mile is a hilly run. And I felt like I had a hilly run today, but I only had 400 feet. But you know what? Here's the thing. When I look at the elevation graph, I feel like the Garmin doesn't do a good job with the altimeter. Because I'm doing loops. And the second loop, and if I do three or four, each loop, the altitude change gets progressively less and less. So I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I trust the Garmin. I, I don't trust the Garmin when it comes to elevation. So I don't know. But I feel like, you know what? We're all doing great is what I, is what I come away with on that one. Um, all right. Martin Pesce says, hi, how do you deal with an injury setback? I just re-aggravated my IT band after an easy run. Thought the four months of PC fixed it, but I guess not. I mean, I think it would, it depends. I mean, I'm not a physical therapist, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to, or, and I'm not a coach either. So, I mean, I could try to put myself in your position and see how I would deal with it is you got, you got to see like, 
what are you trying to like what's the risk versus the reward you know what i mean like if you're training for boston you're almost there you can i would say back off a little bit yes it's kind of like you know, we're at like three and a half weeks out so it's like maybe you just have an extra long taper and hopefully that will strength you know like give the it band enough time to recover from this re-aggravation depending on how serious it is so that way you can have a good time running in boston you know but if it's like you know this is the beginning of a training block then i also feel like then you have like the opposite thing where you can really kind of like just disassemble everything and start thinking about like well why does this keep happening what um kind of like form things are happening that is causing this syndrome to happen and what strengthening things can you do from a mobility perspective you know so that's kind of how i would look at it depends on how much time you have if you've got a lot of time take it all apart dismantle it and start build from the ground up if you're right at the finish you know like three weeks out from boston then like try to cobble to get you know use bubble gum and hopes and dreams and try to save save your race kind of thing so i think it just kind of depends that's how i would approach it um louis says in his recovery he says he went for a six mile run today systems check is 100 looking strong looks like all the walking at universal studios paid off you know what was i watching i was watching um i forget you know i don't know his name i just started seeing his stuff on instagram he's got like eighty thousand followers um he makes some really great reels bigger dude and he's like, well, how do I recover after, um, after a race? And, um, he's like, I walk as much as possible on that day. And I'm like, hmm. and you know what though? One thing that we all talked about was we all felt a lot, a bunch of us that, um, celebrated together after New York marathon. We're like, we all felt pretty good afterwards, even though the race was a tough day because we did end up doing a lot of walking that day. Um, and so I think that there's something to that. Just walk a lot. I think it's good. Um, James Perez says, I ran my first marathon on Sunday. All right. Congratulations. He said, he wants to know how does Ellie marathon compare to other marathons you've run? Um, I'd say it's a lot of fun. It's a, a really big marathon. Like LA is a huge city. A lot of people come out. That being said, like it's already hard to kind of, navigate LA in my opinion and so like it's not a real easy course for people to see you a bunch of different times and so there are some parts of the course which aren't as noisy in terms of um, fan support as you would want compared to others and especially for the size of the race but in terms of the other things that happen because it's LA like the other events the brands that go people that are at the expo brands that are doing their own stuff off expo um and then like just the size of the expo and the level of organization organization that it has i feel like it's one of the best marathons in the country you know but i wish it were a little bit rowdier at times but like i feel like once you get to like where all the run groups are what was that like mile like 16 17 or so it starts to get real rowdy um that's a really fun spot you know so there there i'm not saying it's a quiet race but um yeah i do really enjoy that one i kind of wish i got i would had a chance to go this year but i'm like i'm like my body's been still all tired and messed up from the tokyo so like i uh, it would have been not great for me to go. It would have been a bad idea for me to go, but I definitely had a lot of FOMO. I really wish that I were there. 
Uh, <laughs> is that fun? Josh just got to read this out because it's funny. Eliza says, thank you all. R.A.P. my butt. <laughs> uh, I just like that. That's really funny. Um, Danny Gugliuzza says, I bought a pair of S4s off eBay last week. Nice. They're coming from Japan. So fingers crossed they are real. I would not expect a very large market for fake S4s. Yeah, I here, here's the other thing about that, like buying fake shoes on eBay uh, video that I made. Is like, you know, you kind of have to pick Nike shoes for that one because there's not a lot of other shoes that have as much a demand that there would be a desire to like make fake shoes for those. You know what I mean? So like, I don't think people are making fake meta speed skies. I don't think people are making fake endorphin pros, maybe endorphin elites, you know, but like it, it, it's not a small task to make a fake shoe. So I feel like if you're going to go down that path, why not just scam someone outright? You know, why even bother making the fake, 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 you know what I mean? If you're going to go like down that kind of nefarious path. So I feel like for, for shoes that are fakes, like, Nikes are kind of always in demand and they periodically at the most important times tend to go out of stock. And so like, that's where I feel like the opportunism comes in for it. And so like, I don't, I could maybe do this video, that same video with Adidas shoes, or maybe I could have done it with a bunch of different like carbon plated shoes, but there's no other brand. I feel like that people just kind of like flock to, I guess whether that's a good thing or not, you know, I won't comment, but like, so I just feel like there's that. I I don't think that there's going to be fake as force. I highly, highly doubt that. I I would feel very confident that you're, you're if you bought an S4, that it's going to be real. Thomas was really on the fence. They talked a lot. They th believe in the run talk so much about whether or not to buy an S4 while they're in, the, in Japan. But yeah, but they ended up not getting it. Um, Avalon Journey says, I got a Vaporfly 2 for $99 last week at Dania Clearance Store. That's nice. That's a really good price. $100? That's, that's crazy. Um, JC said, I had 471 feet of gain on my hill sprints yesterday. Still did part of the track Tuesday track workout. I'm too old for this. <laughs> oh my, my goodness. You know, um, I'm going to put um, I'm going to be putting the, uh, what was I just saying? I got, I just got confused real quick because I don't know what this means. Um, there is a comment here that says, oh, now I know, now where is it? JC was like his co AWOL and uh, it was like from a minute, like a couple minutes ago or not a couple minutes ago, like seven minutes ago, but I was like, I've been here for that time. But he said, my bad, I needed to refresh. So I was worried that something was going on. Um, Joey Brute says, why do you go to Iowa family? By the way, everyone in here need to drop a like. That would help other people to find the live stream. Um, I've been trying to post cut clips of the live stream and stuff. Um, so people kind of can see examples of what they're missing. Um, but dropping likes also helps YouTube to push it out to people. So that would be nice. But um yeah, we have my my wife is from there, so that's why we go there frequently. I also like going there, so it's just like a, a nice place to be. Um, my wife and I frequently equate it to like kind of going to like a lake house, just there's no lake there. I mean, I think that there are lakes in Iowa, there's just not a lot, I and mean, there's no lake where we go in Iowa. 
but it kind of has for when we go back and visit it kind of has that vibe to it because it's just things slow down a little bit it's quieter you spend a lot of time with family and you get to get outside a lot so you know mm. all right let me scroll down because I'm, I'm way behind on the chat i'm gonna just try to keep up with you guys uh, Superman just said the Iowa lakes are made of corn. Yeah, just like a giant vat of corn, like a Scrooge McDuck, the money tower. What was that money tower called that Scrooge McDuck had? There was a name for that. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that cartoon, DuckTales? What was that thing called? I don't know. Uh, Mark says, Okoboji is probably their best lake. You know, I don't think I've ever been to an Iowa lake now that I think about it. I mean, I've been to some body, smaller bodies of water. I don't know if you would call them lakes and stuff like that. I was more of like a river kind of place. There's like Delhi, which is kind of near where my in-laws are. And um, I don't think I've ever been. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Eliza says, DuckTales. Ooh, that was a good song. I remember that. Going with Oliver says, was it, it was called McDuck Tower. Was it? Are we sure that's what it's called? I'm not sure. Um, Ashton Stone wants to know, do you have Air Force Ones? I don't have any Air Force Ones. So, no, I don't have any of those. I, I mean, I like I don't know much about like streetwear kind of shoes. I don't know that much about it. You know what I mean? Growing up, we didn't really have a lot of access to that. And um, now I just have so many running shoes. I don't really buy too many other shoes just to wear around because I got a too many already. There's just not <laughs> even in the new house. There's just not space for that. Um, Sanjay Kuenberg. Oh, that's not the last name I was expecting from that first name. Says, um, "Can I please anyone tell me that Kofuzi's voice was a little different in his latest video? Because now I'm starting to think it's just me, and I'm losing my mind." You know, I, I, a lot of people have mentioned that, and I think the main thing was that. Uh, I was like slouching on the couch and it was early in the morning. So, I mean, I, I did that voiceover this morning. I edited it after I edited the intro last night and then I did the voiceover, all the talking part. I wrote the script and stuff yesterday and the day before. And then I did all the talking parts at like five o'clock this morning and then I edited it and then uploaded it. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, it gets done when it gets done. Sometimes when I wake up right away, I try not to do a lot of recording right away because my voice does sound different right when I wake up. So maybe that's it. And then like when I'm on the, I, I did it on the couch, which is always a bad idea. People always say my voice sounds different when, and I know it's because I'm on the couch. Cause I think I'm like, I'm leaning back and I'm like, and I, I don't have the microphone at like a set distance. Like I have here. I hold it, which is another bad habit. And I just, I'm getting lazy. So, um, so yeah, that's, I think that's why it sounded different. I, I mean, I didn't hear it as... I, I mean, I edited the whole thing. So it's like I heard it. It didn't sound that different to me. But I, I mean, if it was different, I think it did sound a little bit different. But it's... The uh, the other thing is that like it's... I have two of this microphone, this Shure microphone. I think it was like the MB7 or something like that. It says it on the bottom. I don't know what it is. I have two of the, I have the, the other one is the one that I use. This stays here, but the, the other one is the one that I use for like when I do voiceovers and I have to take it somewhere. Um, and that's a, these sure microphones are a different microphone than I use when I'm sitting over in the other seat when I'm making shoe review videos. So that's going to sound different too. So that's why there's different kind of things. 
Calvin said that the voice was early morning voice for sure. I, I mean, that's why I think it is. That's what I'd say. Um, Super Unjit says Wikipedia says Scrooge keeps the money in the money bin. Like, so that was the thing. Like, cause the, like that guy always tried to like steal money from the, the thing, right? The tower, McDuck tower or whatever. Um, so like, is, what did they, they call it? The money bin? We got to go protect the money bin. It doesn't sound right. I don't know. Martha says, Kofuzi, what was different? My, my voice, my voice sounded different in the latest video is what everyone's, not everyone, but a lot of people have been saying. Um, Stephen C. 1984 says, which shoe would you recommend for someone if they had to wear a running shoe to a wedding just for fun? Uh, you know what? I'd probably go with the, it depends. I mean, if it's the bride, I would go with like the SC Pacer or maybe the Rebel, um, all white, you know, because that's nice and clean. Um, and then if they like the groom wanted them to go matchy matchy, you can go with the all white um, Nimbus 25s or the more version four. So I feel like that would be pretty fun. Um, yeah, so that, those those are some I would wear. I feel like the Nimbus 25 and then the more version four would be the most comfy options. I feel like the Rebel would just look sharp. So, but that's that's an all white. I guess if you wanted to go with the all black, because maybe you wanted to be fancy for this wedding, you know. Um, I feel like I feel like this this Nova Blast is nice. The Nova Blast two is this the no this is a Nova Blast two. I think where to go? No, sorry, wrong side. Like I feel like this one could be nice. I mean, it's a I don't know the black and white may be a little bit too harsh to be really looking fancy, but depending on you know, I'm not sure. I think it can go that way. I feel like, I don't know, Velocity Nitro 2s, maybe, if you wanted to go black. I just think that the black and the white would be very stark. I feel like if you wanted to dress it up, you'd have to go black and gray. Do I have any over here that are black and gray? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, those, those are my options. That's what I would go with. <laughs> uh, uh, Eliza wants to know, uh, how many miles do you retire shoes, Co? Since you have... So many, do they ever reach to four to 500 miles? Not anymore, they don't. And even when I did have a lot fewer shoes, well, like when I was buying them all myself, I would at most go to like 250. Not, I don't think I really got a lot of shoes to, um, no, it would be 350 would be like the highest I went. I, feel, I think I had an old pair of Epic React that I got to like 350, 360, something like that. That's kind of the most. Because for a lot of time, I mean, and this would have been, you know, like 2017, 2018, when the Epic React one come out, like around that time where most of the shoes were still EVA. And I just feel like at that point, 300 miles, like, and I'm running like 100% on pavement or concrete, um, you know, your, your body's going to feel the difference. And so I would just move on to the next one. Partially motivated because I'm like, look, I put a lot of miles in this. That's enough. Let's get to the next one. Um, so I could uh, review more shoes, you know, sorry, that one was bothering me. Um, so I could get to the next one. So like, I, I do think that like 300 is like a good place to be 250 is when I would like, it used to be like at 250, I would start scouring the internet for what's the next shoe that I want to buy, you know? And then I would take me a couple of days to decide, you know, take a couple of days to get shipped to me. And so then by then I'd have like, you know. 300 miles on the shoe and then i'd be ready for the next one so that's kind of how i normally did it these days i don't get shoes to that much um i usually get to like 100 
That's pretty much it. There's not a lot of shoes that I go much over 100. The Prime X has gotten much over 100 because like I keep wanting to test it against other shoes, so I keep running in it. Um, Nova Blast 3 over here, that one got has like 160, 170 miles on it just because I keep wanting to wear it and run in it. So those are some that have gotten really high, but most of them I get to like 100, 125 at the most. A lot of them I don't even get to 100. I wouldn't say a lot. A significant number, but not a majority. Most of them I still get to over 100. Um, uh, Sanjay says, okay, he's feeling a lot better now that I said admitted that the voice does sound different in today's video. And he says, also, my situation's complicated. So he has a Korean first name and a Dutch last name. Okay, there we go. That makes more sense. Sanjay Kuhnberg. I like it. Chuleta1519 says, do you ever deal with plantar fasciitis? I've been lucky that I don't really have that problem. Um, one of the things that I have been using a lot is there's a thing from Roll Recovery called the R3. It looks kind of like a mini roller and it's got some kind of divots in it. And I like to roll my foot over that because there's like some parts that are a little bit more pointy and then parts that are concave. And so I kind of like so, but usually like the heel, like the butt of the foot, you know, in the concave parts and then the pointier parts I put in the arch. So I do kind of every once in a while, um, usually after like a summer long run, I feel like I'll need it more. I don't know if it's the sweat, the heat or what that does it, but I usually only need that stuff in the summer and I'll do that. But for the most part, I'm, I think I'm pretty lucky. I, I think that, um, Part of that is the fact that I do I have pretty fresh shoes most of the time. I think that when shoes start to get old, that's when a lot of these repetitive use injury type of things kind of start to happen. That's my theory. I don't have any proof for that, though. Mm -hmm. Mark Peterson says, SJD swears by the foot log. Is that the one that just looks like a long stick with the, the nubby thing? I don't know what the foot log is. I know he's had it and he does that thing with the towel where you scrunch the towel, right? Uh, does he still do that? I don't know. But um, I don't think I've seen him do that or the use the foot log. But I think I've seen him put that thing, he like rubs it and he rolls it against his foot. Is that the thing I'm talking about? I don't know. Sean wants to know what's the squeaking. It's this table. Every time I touch the table, it squeaks. It's just a fold-out table. It's like a plastic one by Lifetime. I was going to say Rubbermaid, but by, it's made by Lifetime. Um, and I, every time I touch it, it squeaks. Sorry. Mm. Eric says he got bumped there for a bit. Probably his Wi-Fi. Hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, you know what they did. You know, I've been having some. I don't know what's going on, but like nothing, as far as I know, has changed in terms of our like internet at home. But um, the last couple of uh, like video conference calls that I've been on, it's been the performance has not been great. I don't know if it's me. It might be me. It's probably me. Mm, Razor Spark says, Hey buddy, any advice for first time marathon runner? I'm so scared of the distance. Haha. -ha. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good to be scared of the distance cause it is a long way. And I will say that, um, the best advice that I can give you is advice that you're probably not going to listen to. 
because it's hard to know until you run it. But it's this. Um, take the first half a lot slower than you're going to go. Like You're going to feel great because you're going to have been in some of the best shape of your life. You're going to be fresh from the taper and you're going to be excited and you're going to go out there and you'll be like, oh man, I think that I'm going to smash whatever expectations I had because I feel so good. And then it's going to be like mile 16 and you're going to be like, oh wait, we got 10 more miles. And then despair will happen. <laughs> you know? So I would just say, um, you know, take that first half super easy. Very, very conservative. Um, slower than you think you can go. Than you think you need to go. And then that will set you up for success later. That's my general advice for first-time marathoners. Uh, Victor Velasquez says, are you checking out the track house during your time in Boston? I, you know what? Here's the thing. So I am originally not supposed to plan to go until Saturday morning. I'm going to take the first flight out. Um, I'll have events Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening and then Sunday morning. And then I got to figure out when am I going to go to the expo or somewhere in there. And then, then Monday's the race. The reason for that, and it's much shorter than I would want. And the reason for that is Friday night, there's daddy-daughter dance at school. And I don't want to miss that. But my wife's like, you should probably not count on the first flight of the day being on time and there not being any traffic in Boston. And you should probably leave on Friday. And I was like, but uh, I don't know. So she's like, I'm she's like, I'm giving you permission to go on Friday. So I'm like, I don't know. I might change my flight and see if I can change my hotel room. So I don't know if I do, then I'll have time to go to the track house and then like visit lots of other stuff too. If I don't change my flight, then I probably won't have a ton of time, but I think everything's really close to each other in terms of all like the, everything's on Boylston street. Right. So I just feel like, or wherever, wherever thing, everything is close to each other in terms of all the brand houses that are there. So I just feel like, I don't know, maybe there will be time, but I don't have anything scheduled where I'm going to be there. Matt Anderson says, what do you think about the Zane Robertson drug thing? He got busted for EPO. Do you think it's more common than one thinks? Um, I mean, it's a surprise. It's disappointing too. I like Zane Robertson. I met him, I think a couple of times now. And, um, he's an interesting guy. And, um, I also think he, he probably has ADHD, but I think that about a lot of distance runners. And I think for a lot of them, they're undiagnosed, but, um, I like him and it's disappointing. And, um, yeah, it's just like a bummer to hear about that kind of thing happening. And whether I think it's more common than one thinks, I think it depends. There's some people that are like, because I was, I found out about it. I think I forget which YouTube channel broke the, not broke the news, but like made a video about it. And I watched that one. And, and, and in that one, they kept talking about Zane and showing footage of his brother, Jake, which was a, a little bit confusing. But, um, but like some people that were commenting, they're like, well, everyone's dirty anyway. So, and so like, it depends on who you ask. Some people think that everyone's doing it. Um, and so if that's the case, then it's not more common than one thinks by definition, if you think everyone's doing it or it is more common than one thing or as common, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on who you ask. Some people are very skeptical about it and some people are not, are 
maybe a little bit on the naive side. I think I'm a bit on the naive side. I want to think that people are doing it the clean way and not in a way that's going to be dangerous for their own health in the long term. So it's just disappointing. I'm always sad whenever I hear about people getting busted. You know? Um, all right. Oh, here's another one I like. Um, here I go. Alan Lee wants to know, what other races are you planning to run the rest of this year? Um, I have Cherry Blossom coming up two weeks, two weekends, like nine days or something like that, 10 days. And then I'll have Boston. And then I don't have anything on the calendar right now from Boston until Chicago. I've been looking at a couple of things, adventures that I'd like to try to do over the summer. And I'm not sure if I'm going to do a, like an early summer marathon. Like, I don't know if I'll do grandma's or not. It'll, it depends. My buddy and I were thinking about doing a, maybe doing a trail marathon somewhere around here. So it won't be like super crazy elevation and the trails will be nice and easy. Um, so I might end up doing another race, but I'll just run with him, you know? And so we'll just go out there and have some fun, do a fun run. But, um, so summer is pretty open, but then in the fall, I think the only other race that I'm going to do is Chicago that I know of New York. I'm going to watch, uh, and say, I am, I'm going to watch. I don't, um, there was another race that I was thinking about going to watch as well. I don't remember what it is now though, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of like not a lot on the schedule right now. I'm sure I'll end up finding some races to participate in, but, um, you know, uh, just Chicago is going to be the next one after Boston. Lou Klein wants to know, am I actually going to run Boston? I think so. I'm going to run. I don't know. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not a hill runner. You know what? I don't want to say that because I don't want to put negative thoughts in my head. I want to say that um, I find hilly courses challenging. And so I don't want to tie myself to a time goal. I really want to go out there and run hard and just enjoy pushing myself. I feel like I think it was like seven weeks between Tokyo and Boston. It's not an ideal amount of time to have in between running races hard. So like given the fact that I just ran a PR in Tokyo, I'm going to try to be kind to myself and, you know, not feel like I have to run faster or run a certain time, but I just want to be able to go out there and kind of execute to whatever my body has for the day. Uh, Travis McCullough says, Wish me luck. I'm going to try to PB this weekend for my half marathon at the T-Town half. What's T-Town? Why do I not know what T-Town is? I'm trying to think, what's T-Town? But good luck to you, Travis. Uh, Sean says you definitely should go Friday. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that I kind of need to go. Just to like, then on Friday, I can, if I go Friday, I can pick up my bib and, you know, pick up any groceries that I want to have at the hotel room. <laughs> Excuse me. And like kind of just settle in. I feel like if I go Saturday, it's going to be like bam, 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 bam. Next thing you know, oh, feet up, marathon in a couple hours, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm. Martha says, are there any events in Boston on Friday? I have cousins who want to meet up then and I've been assuming the meetup shakeouts are all Saturday, Sunday. Everything that I'm doing is going to be Saturday, Sunday. Um, I think that Friday is going to be a relatively quiet day. But 
the expo is open Friday, right? So that might be a good day to go to the expo and kind of do all that. Everyone likes to take their picture by the finish line and stuff. So maybe it'd be a good time for that too. I don't know. I, I, I think my wife, as usual, is right. And so I think I probably should change and miss the daddy-daughter dance. Here's the thing. We've not had a daddy-daughter dance before. Sydney for neither of them. So, like, you know, their first one, I wouldn't be there. Now, maybe grandpa can come, you know, or my wife can take them. Because it's, it's called the daddy-daughter dance, but they're inviting them to bring any adult uh, family member or family friend that they like. So it's not like if you don't have a dad, you're not, you know, excluded kind of thing. I don't know. <sighs> Kenneth, though, says time with your daughter is more important than any race. I know. I'm having a hard time. And that's why I'm like struggling with it. Um, Ashton Stone says NBA young boy. Do you know him? I don't know who that is. I'm afraid. Uh, Kevin Hong says, Taylor Bowden's post on the Merrill shoe has me excited. Seven and a half ounces for a trail shoe with five millimeter lugs is wild. Is that what he was reviewing? Did you see his Instagram story today? Taylor's Instagram? He had, or was it yesterday? His face was covered in ice. Like his beard was covered, caked in ice. Hmm. Wild. Um, Daniel Burton says, what is your warm up for Boston? I don't know. I think I'm just going to do some mobility, like some deep squats, maybe some side lunges just to make sure the hips are nice and open. Um, I don't know how much running around I'll do. I didn't run around that much before Tokyo or grandma's like Ben Johnson kind of like shamed me into not warming up. I was like, Ben, when are we going to start warming up? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you don't like to run beforehand, like a little, little jog, get the blood flowing. He's like, no, I just kind of walk up and go. And I was like, okay, I guess we won't warm up then. Because ever since then, I haven't really been warming up for a race. But I just feel like, I don't know. I just think I'm going to have so much nervous energy. I'm going to have a hard time not trying to warm up. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, all right, let me keep scrolling down. Um. Uh, Johnny McDonald says, don't tell my wife this, but it goes one of two, two ways. I'm glad I w listened to my wife or I wish I listened to my wife. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And Jason says, 20 years from now, you won't wish you had gotten to Boston a few hours early, but if you will wish you had more time with your daughter. Just my two cents. See, you guys. But my wife said to go earlier. I don't know. I do spend a lot of time with my kids, so. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes I feel like they don't want to spend time. I mean, I don't, we're not at the point where, like, the kids are, like, bored of spending time with me or they're, too, they're not too cool to spend time with me. But I feel like, you know, I help them get ready for school every day, and then I do a lot of the shuttling around after school. So, like, you know, and they're usually sitting around on the counter at the kitchen counter when I'm making dinner and stuff. So we, we do, we spend a lot of time together, but I do travel and stuff and yeah, you know,
Mm, go running with Olive says Ben Johnson, Mister sixty five VO two max is a beast. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine that guy? You know what though? You know, I think about people like Ben Johnson, and I think about Tommy, who was on the live stream yesterday, and I'm just like, those guys did not run in college. Like, if they had run, if they had run in, like, no one got them to run in high school. You know what I mean? Like, if they had run in high school, they would have probably been really good. And who knows where, I mean, I'm not saying that they're in any of either of them are in a bad spot now, but I'm like, they could have had very different lives. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying that it's guaranteed that either of them would have been like D1, but I don't know. They're just very, they're like both of them. They're like one day they were like, mm, I'll start running. Although I think Ben, Ben's dad was a runner. And I, I think Tommy just was just like, I'm going to start running. I also am very, am very like intrigued, and I hope that in some sort of other bizarro universe, both of their like prior Instagram kind of like personas are friends with each other. So like Tommy used to be doing a lot of stuff in the gym, and Ben Johnson used to do a lot of like car stuff. Like I feel like in some world, those two like other Ben and other Tommy exist, and they're friends. That's what I hope. <laughs> Yeah, Stevie 76 says, if only the dude with the pineapple found his calling earlier. <laughs> Talking about that guy that ran Tokyo with the pineapple on his head. I think his multiple, he's on multiple marathons that way. Um, yeah, Dad Runner Al says, daughters first, lifetime events you'll remember on your deathbed. Races, not so much. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I asked him, like, they're not, like, super excited about it. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, this daddy-daughter dance. They're like, the what now? So, I don't know. Maybe it's because they haven't been to one before, you know. I mean, I don't remember my... My parents are a different story, but I don't remember my parents, like, doing that with my sister, you know. Um, JC says, can you suggest a road shoe that would work well on dirt, rack, and gravel path? Um, I like the Ultra Superior a lot. I feel like that would be good. It's a little bit of a lower slung shoe. Um, if you need a little bit more cushion to it, then I would suggest the Lone Peak. I, I feel like those would be some pretty good options. Um, yeah, so I think I would go with that. Mm. <laughs> go running with Oliver says... All of my running medals are going in my casket with me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I um, I throw away a lot of my medals like before I even get home. Like, uh, you know what I like about Cherry Blossom is you have the option of not getting a medal at the end, and so or I think you have to pay extra to get the medal. I don't know, but I never, I don't, I don't want the medal. I don't like the medals. I, I do like, you know, I have the Tokyo Marathon medal, I have my Chicago Marathon medals, and I have my New York medal. But, like, there's not a lot of other ones that I keep. Mm. Shannon says, and I think this is probably what we're going to end up doing. If I had flight troubles on Saturday and was not there for a Sunday morning shakeout, people would be sad. She says, move it to Friday. You guys can do a special date with them when you get back. I think that's probably the better way to do it. I don't know. 
Mark wants to know if my sister runs. Uh, every once in a while. We've gone on a run here and there, but um, she has, over the pandemic, she picked up the entire Peloton set. So she's got the tread, she's got the bike, and she's got the, there's weights too, right? So she's got it all. Um, so I don't, I think that's more her style. You know, I don't, th- she's not out there doing, like doing races. Um, she does every once in a while, but she's not like super into it like I am. Alex Gann says, Hey, Kubuzi, have you done a video on running posture? I feel like that's what I need in my life. I have not done that. Um, Sandy Nightfaber uh, at Higher Running, Coach Sandy, she has done a lot of videos on that, as just as has Sage. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like try to, I mean, I do think about it a lot. It's one of my mental cues during a marathon. I'm thinking about like what like my form looks like. But I think about it from like an efficiency perspective and just as cues for me to like keep my keep myself together. You know? So I think about it from that perspective. And I think that a lot of people worry too much about it. I think that if you get become more fit, your form will change. Or your body will change itself. Your body figures out a really uh, automatically kind of how to optimize itself for its fitness and kind of the way it needs to move. And so as you become more fit, your form and posture changes. The other thing that you can do, and the thing that I, 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 last summer I was really good about it, this over the winter not, because in the winter it's just hard for me to do extra stuff because it's just so cold is uh, before any workout session, like in between the warm-up and like the intervals, do drills. So that way your body gets, the point of the drills is to build new muscle memory, right? Higher knees, kicking your butt, pulling your leg through and driving, you know, those, all those things. And then if you do that and then do drills right afterwards, you know, it's kind of like the way that you kind of can work on those things. But otherwise, like, I think that like when people are like, you know, and I've said this before too, and I don't think it's wrong, but to be like, well, you can correct your running posture by if you just, every time you run, think about bending at the ankles and not at your waist. I don't think that really does it. You know, I don't know. I've got to go, I've gone around in circles and, and how I feel about that, but that's kind of where I'm at now. Uh, looks like we got Matt Legrand here. What's going on, Matt? Good to see you. He says, Yoko, what's going on? Um, all right, let's do a couple more. Mm. Uh, go running with Oliver says, Sage candidate autographs Hoka boxes for fans at expos. Does he really? I've never seen that. What does Kopuzi autograph? Uh, I've, I've signed people's bibs before. Um, and I've signed people's like hats. Uh, at one of the A6 van events last year, I signed someone's shoe. Um, but you know, you got to bring a pen. I'll sign with whatever. You just got to bring a pen. You know, I, I don't bring a pen. That'd be kind of weird, right? I'm not supposed, am I supposed to bring the pen? I don't think I'm supposed to bring the pen. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Frank says, uh, Sage is doing better. Apparently. He's doing it better than I am. I think so. <laughs> uh, Eliza says I should get my non-elite shirt signed. I'll sign your non-elite shirt, 
but it already has it already has a little Kofuzi signature on it though. <laughs> but I'll, I'll sign it like on the back shoulder or something if you want. I could do that. Um. Yeah, Shannon says I should sign pizza boxes. Yeah, but then the pizza box has like grease on it and stuff. I don't know. I think a hat would be fine. I don't know. Whatever you guys want, just bring a pen because I don't bring like a sharpie. I guess I don't know. New Betcher wants to know if I've tried the ranch ice cream. I haven't, but you know what? There's a reel going around of someone who uh, says he fuels with ranch dressing. Have you seen that? He's just running in the woods. He's got a you know vest on, doing some ultra training, and a giant like family size bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. And uh, it's really funny. Like the delivery is really good. You know, you guys should look for that. Try to find that. Oh, Frank is saying that Sage is better in terms of having another health scare thing. He was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I didn't know if that was just more testing and he had to stay in there. I wasn't really clear on that. I guess I didn't read it closely enough. Um, but yeah, man, that guy, when is, when is he going to get a break? You know what I mean? I always feel for him. And he's the kind of, he will never let people help him, you know? So it's always like, well, how, how can we help you? But, you know, I guess you could, what we could do is support him, watch the videos, comment, like, subscribe, all that kind of thing. But, you know, I'd like, I'd like him for, to get a, a break, you know? I like Sage. Martha says, I wish I could get Kipchoge to sign my shoes in Boston if he's on a panel or something, but I'm sure I'd never get close to him carry a permanent marker in case i would say you should carry the permanent marker just in case if you're just walking around yeah because everyone's gonna be there you know um like i feel like thomas did it right in eugene he brought a notebook around and had and just like had people like asics gave out these like little notepads and um because there was like the media center or wherever where like reporters and stuff would go and so they had these like special asics notepads in a size that reporters like apparently anyway i took mine and i like brought it home and i've been making like shopping lists on it it's all gone now i've already used it all up but thomas used his and he turned it into an autograph book so anytime he like interviewed someone or saw a professional or a legend walking around eugene he would have him sign it and he had a nice autograph book and i was like that's the right way to go so i feel like that should be a thing people start doing Christine Zalowski says, would you consider making an updated what I eat in a week video? I always like those a lot since you're so honest. Plus, I'm also a vegetarian. I think it's time. I think it's time. Maybe I'll do one after Boston. It'll be easier and probably more fun once it's like summertime. Um, because I also won't be like really training for anything too seriously at that time. So it'll be more like, you know, just like my regular eating with like regular running rather than like training specific or maybe it's more useful when it's training specific i don't know but i think i think i think it's time it's been a while so i think it could work um seek says salam alaikum i is Ram, is ramadan now no someone said something about it the other day um but how are you um and uh i want to just highlight that and uh, Harios Roayos says, have you ever done any group running training before? Recommend it. Just started with CES for my Chicago marathon. I think it's highly, rec I would recommend it if you've not 
trained for a marathon before um or if you're new to a city you know and or if you're new to an area you know that's could be a really good way to meet a lot of people that are kind of into some of the same things that you are and also like it just helps for some of those long runs you know for your um like if you're newer to endurance sports i don't know if you've done a marathon before but like or if you've done many but like you know when you think about for a lot of people when they're training for the first marathon those last few weeks like every week you're setting a long run pr you know and it's just hard to kind of figure out what you're supposed to be doing all those weeks you know and so i just feel like if you a lot of times you know it becomes time or money restrictive you know like you can't afford to spend either of those or maybe both and so it's not necessary but I feel like it sure does make it nicer if you can. Mm, serious runners, here he goes, tuned in late. What serious runner content did I miss? <laughs> People were talking about whether or not they'd want to be buried with their race medals. <laughs> I don't think that no one was serious, but. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I was thinking about you today, though, Stephen, because. Um, you know, my daughter is in junior high school. This is the first year that her junior high school, fifth grade is part of junior high school. And so it's also the first year where fifth graders can do cross country and track. And every season there's like a parents meeting, you know, and I'm going into these meetings and I'm sitting in like this gym and I'm just like at this cross country parents meeting or track parents meeting. And I'm like, no one knows who I am, which I don't care. You know, like I'm, it's better that way. You know, I don't want people to know who I am, but I'm like, how would a serious runner approach this situation? I feel like the serious runner would wear their Boston marathon jacket to the parents meeting that I feel like that would be a move. I, I wouldn't do that, but I felt like that would be a move. Cause you know what? I do see some of the parents. I recognize some of the parents from cross country, like they'll show up to the parents meeting like wearing their new hokas wearing their new on shoes you know and so i'm like okay okay i see what there's a little little flex going on here someone's gonna have to show up with a boston marathon jacket at some point we'll see <laughs> so that's what i was thinking about today <laughs> oh man all right um hmm. Let's see. I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys, though. Um, yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is happy hour. It's Thursday. Tomorrow, we're going to have Ed Bud on uh, for the guests. So I think everyone here knows who uh, Ed Bud is. And so uh, we'll be here with Ed Bud, 1 p.m. Central Time, same time as today. There won't be any video tomorrow. So that's the next time I'll see you guys. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.